Nice, France, April 20th, 2002. Think a lot of yourself, young man. We'll start on your obituary and try to make it interesting. Barrett Huntington's uncle had tossed out this barb a few months back as the two sat in the dining room of the family's Wall Street investment firm. His uncle had made a call to a friend in Langley, Virginia, to arrange for Huntington to join the CIA. A number of Huntington's New York colleagues had gone to work for the agency following the attack on the Twin Towers. The ashes of two fraternity brothers lay in the mound of rubble in southern Manhattan. Now here he sat after three days in beautiful Nice on the French Riviera, watching Hassan Mujahid's movements. This morning on the hotel terrace in the shade of a wide-limbed olive tree, his middle-aged quarry quietly ate yogurt and fruit. Finished eating, Hassan leaned back in his chair, unfolded an Arabic-language newspaper from Beirut, and drank two Americanos, wiping his black mustache after each sip. Hassan's body movements interested Huntington. Were all killers so polished, or just the professional ones? Huntington was enjoying this, his first operational assignment with the CIA. Who wouldn't enjoy working in Nice, where the sea shimmered and the ochre-colored homes were haphazardly stacked brack-like up the palm and pine-covered hills? A twinge of guilt tugged at him. His wife, pregnant with her first child, was alone back in McLean, Virginia. She loved France, and if she were sitting there next to him at the quaint wooden table, she would be noting the golden color of the hotel walls and, with closed eyes, breathing in the fragrance from the potted flowers placed in the sun. However, he was watching a terrorist who hadn't changed his attire in three days, tan slacks, white shirt, and a black leather jacket. Huntington spread honey on his warm baguette, content to wait. After breakfast, Hassan broke from his routine. He skipped his morning swim in the hotel pool set flush against the soaring cliff of Chateau Hill. Instead, at precisely nine o'clock, he slung a travel bag over his shoulder and left the hotel. Huntington followed, maintaining a discreet distance. Turning away from the old town, Hassan sauntered along the road overlooking the sea and rounded the bend toward the yacht basin. Ten minutes later, on the Quay Cassini, Hassan settled onto the shady side of a long wooden bench. Within minutes, an inflatable Zodiac boat piloted by a uniformed man pulled up alongside the Quay and took him aboard. As the Zodiac roared off, Huntington saw that Hassan scanned the dock, as if looking for someone he had left behind. Using his monocular, Huntington watched the Zodiac as it headed for a large white yacht. On its stern, the yacht's large gold letters declared, Red Scorpion. Two hours later, faithful to his task, Huntington observed Hassan return from the yacht and start walking toward town. Huntington followed on foot for a half hour until, without warning, a black BMW sedan pulled up to Hassan and he jumped inside. Huntington, with no means to follow, 
broke off his surveillance. Frustrated by losing his quarry, he was left with only the car's license plate number.